0: St. James Podcast, where you can find weekly teaching, encouragement, and interviews to inspire you in your walk with Christ. We'd love to hear how our ministry is touching your life. Please share your story with us by emailing mystory at sjlife.com. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Brand new. I love it. Ben Rector is a Christian, the guy that writes and sings that song. I love that song. It's really popular right now on the radio, and I happened to notice that all of you knew that song really well, and uh, were singing along with us. But I love that song. The the lyrics of it are just uh, so beautiful. And and, and this morning, we're beginning this series called Playlist, and I'm really pumped about this series. And you're going to get to, in the month of July, you're going to get to hear a bunch of the different preachers in our church. Uh, I'm going to be preaching in this series, uh, Mike McKnight, who's With us this morning, Mike, one of our new pastors, Mike and Renee. Y'all stand up, Mike and Renee. And uh, we're so glad to have Mike and Renee with us this morning. Mike is officially starting uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, but he's here, and we're just so excited. And keep Mike and Renee in your prayers. Mike's mom passed away, she was almost 93. And the service is going to be on uh, July 9th. But we're glad that you guys are here this morning. But Mike will be preaching as part of this series. And Walter will be preaching as part of this series. And Tyler and Browning. So you're going to get to hear from all the, many of the different pastors in our church uh, during this playlist series. But I'm, I'm excited to kick it off because I'm going to share with you. I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to share with you some of my playlist, my personal playlist. And so this morning, I'm going to see if you can guess Some of these songs. Now, uh, some of them might date me a little bit. Some of them are newer, but I just want to see if you can guess. I'm just going to play a little bit of each one at the beginning, and then you tell me. Yell out if you know the name of the song. These are actual songs on my playlist on my iPhone. So let's let's take a listen. Let's see if you can guess some of these songs. All right, let's go. Some of you old rockers out there, you ought to know that. What's the band? Led Zeppelin, right. What's the name of the song? Anybody know? That's right, When the Levee Breaks. Some of you young guys, y'all don't know that. You need to get into Led Zeppelin now. That's a great band, great rock and roll band. All right, next song. Now everybody's got know that album, right? What's the band? Led Zeppelin again. I promise they're not all Led Zeppelin songs, but I had to start off with Led Zeppelin. All right. So, so what's the song? Stairway to Heaven. You know that. All right. Great. All right. Here's another one. Let's listen to this. Somebody. Dave Matthews, right. What's the name of the song? Don't Drink the Water. The folks that just got back from Zambia will tell you that too. Don't Drink the Water. Hey, I'm going to tell you, don't drink the water in Panama City either. That's a, that's a different country from here. But anyway, y'all be careful down there. All right, next song. We'll have a party. We don't need Turn your I was going to do Body Like a Dirt Road, but I, didn't, I decided not to do that. But anyway, hey, what's, the, what's the singer? Sam Hunt. What's the song? House Party. Right. I know you guys know that song. All right. See, y'all didn't think the old preacher would have some cool songs on there, right? You think I'd just listen to old hymns written in the 1700s, right? All right. All right. Next song. Next song. Some, some of you older guys, come on. All right, who is that? James Taylor, right. What's the song? Mexico. That was an easy one. It said it in the song. All right, next one. Be good to your daughters. Daughters will end. Who is it? John Mayer. I love John Mayer, and I love that song, Daughters. That's a cool, that's a. love that song, love that song. All right, next one. Everybody knows that one, right? Jimmy Buffett, Cheeseburger and Paradox. I love Jimmy Buffett. I could have just done all Jimmy Buffett songs, but I won't do that to you. I got every Jimmy Buffett song that he ever sung on my playlist. But anyway, I I didn't have time to do all of them. All right, next one. That's my favorite Auburn startup song. They play that right before kickoff every, every, every game, so I love it. Anybody know the name of that band? Hey, golly, y'all are with it! All right, all right. Next song. You too. You guys are with it, man. I'm telling you, y'all are y'all are with it. All right. So, what's the song? Street, 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 street. Streets with no name. Right. All right. That's a great song. A song about heaven, by the way. By YouTube. You know that YouTube is—they're all Christians. Uh, you wouldn't know it from every single song, but that song. <laughs> That song in particular, you, you, it's all about heaven. All right, next song. Bless the Lord, oh my, soul, oh my soul, All right, we sing that one all the time. Who's the, who's the artist? Matt Redman, right? And what's the song? 10,000 Reasons. I love that song. Love that song. All right, we got just a few more. Come on, some of you, a little bit older Christian contemporary song, but I still love that song. It's called The Stand, right, The Stand, all right. Um, One of our interns, Lauren got that one right, The Stand, and who's the band? Who's the band? Hillsong United, Hillsong United, they're all, they just, by the way, Hillsong United is a great band. Just came out with a new album, so check that album out also. And uh, I think this may be the last one, let's see. That was the song that I'm going to be talking about this morning. It's called All Things New, and it's sung by Israel Houghton, and it was on the, it's on the album called Echo by Free Chapel Church, and it is an awesome album. They do, they've got some more recent albums as well, but that song is so powerful. I'm going to play you a little bit more of that song a little bit later, but it's called All Things New, and I just love, 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 love that song. And pull it up and, and listen to the whole song, and really pay attention to the lyrics but that song uh, is based on some very key scriptures for us as Christ followers these are just key scriptures and the scriptures are really there's two scriptures that song is based on it's called all things new and the first one is found in revelations and it's Jesus speaking in revelations 21 5 and he says behold I make all things new And then Paul expounds on that just a little bit in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. He says, therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new today. All things are new today. In Christ, you and I are made into a new creation. The old is passed away. The old is gone. And the new is here. Everything is made new today in Christ. So that's the theme, really, of the whole Christian faith. And I want to talk about that today as we look at at that verse and, and that song. In Christ you are a new creation. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. We can uh, Week before last, we had 380 children in our Vacation Bible School, not to mention 150-something volunteers and the youth were a big help with that and tons of folks that, that poured into that and helped with that. But out of that 380 kids, Jennifer reported to us this week that 100 of them accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior for the very first time, and we documented that. Isn't that awesome? Those were first-time commitments to Christ. Do you know, they don't even perhaps realize it fully yet in their young little hearts, but they were made new. When they invited Christ to come into their life and they accepted what Jesus did for them on the cross and were washed clean by the blood of Jesus, they were made new. Did you know 63% of Americans invite Christ into their life between the ages of four and 14? 63%. 50% of Americans will accept Christ or 50% of those that accept Christ accept Christ before the age of 13. That's why children's ministries and youth ministries are so important because the vast majority of people in our country are going to come to Christ during those very formative years. That's exciting though, isn't it? A hundred out of 380 kids made a first time commitment to invite Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior, to come into their life and they were made new. In Christ, if anyone be in Christ, they are a new creation. I love that. You know, that, that whole idea of a new creation is a very Christian idea. It's, it's a Christian theme. And if you look up new creation and Google it, it'll pop up and say, this is a Christian idea. This is a Christian theme. The concept is related to what? New life, spiritual rebirth, being born again. Those are common themes, right, in the New Testament. Let me give you a few scriptures that support that. Uh, A new person uh, in Ephesians 4.24 says, put on your new nature, Paul says. And in uh, John 3.13, or John 3.3, uh, Jesus is having a very involved and interesting discussion with one of the most religious leaders of his day, a guy named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Sanhedrin, which was the ruling, governing religious council in Jerusalem in Jesus' day. And Nicodemus comes to see Jesus by night, because he doesn't want anybody to know that he's talking to him meeting with him. And, and, and Jesus is explaining his mission, why he came to the world. That's where we also find in that same conversation, John three sixteen, where he says to Nicodemus uh, uh, that uh, the, the, the God has sent his only son that whoever believeth in him, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but what? Have everlasting life. But before he says that in John 3, 3, he says, Nicodemus, one must be born again. One must be born again. In 2 Corinthians 517, we just read it a minute ago. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. In Galatians 615, it says, What counts is have we been transformed into a new creation? You see that theme is just running all throughout the New Testament. Because why? It was the mission of Jesus that we would come to him, that he would offer his sacrifice. Offer his life for the forgiveness of our sins, that we would accept what he does for us on the cross, would be washed clean by his blood, and be made into a new creation, that we would be born again, and all things would be made new. It's a beautiful, beautiful concept. It says, If anyone be in Christ. What does that mean? If anyone. You've got to pay attention to the words in the Bible. If anyone, that's there for a reason. If anyone means anybody. That anybody can come to Christ. That everybody is invited. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. And that idea of of being a new creation, what, what does that look like? To be in Christ, to be a new creation, it means that we have the peace of Christ in our hearts. It means we have the power of Christ that shows up in our weakness. When we are weak, he is made strong, the Bible says. And the love of Christ is manifested in our flesh. The love of Christ is flowing through. So the peace of Christ in our hearts, the power of Christ in our lives, strengthen us where we are weak, and the love of Christ being manifested in the way that we love others. That's how you know that someone is in Christ. That's how you know that someone is a new creation. You know, in the last few weeks, I, I started looking at my last two weeks. A lot, I, it's been an amazing ride the last two weeks. A lot's happened. Um, of course, we had vacation Bible school a week and a half ago. And uh, that was an awesome week. I got to walk around and see all 380 kids and all of these volunteers sharing Jesus with them. And kids uh, singing and worshiping and having fun and, and, and making a commitment to follow Christ. I got to talk to a lot of kids and a lot of, a lot of volunteers. It was awesome. Then I had I attended three funerals in like three days. And two of those, one of those, Walter and I did. One of those I did. Another one I attended. I attended a funeral of a a, a dear friend of mine that I grew up with. I I also uh, officiated at two weddings yesterday. I met with different people in some counseling situations over the last few weeks. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of people. I went to my high school reunion last night. That was really fun. I, I, you know, Who are those people? I mean, they've all gotten a lot older. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, but it uh, was—we had a good time, though. But it was a lot of fun. But but I've just mingled and been with a lot of people in a lot of conversations and a lot of different situations, and I found myself uh, connecting with people that you know I could tell that they were in Christ. I could I could tell that that they had a relationship with the Lord. Because it was evident by the peace in their heart and the power in their life and the love that flowed out of them. But I also connected with some folks that aren't yet in Christ, that, that don't yet know the Lord fully. And I don't say that, please don't hear me, I'm not saying that judgmentally at all. I'm saying that because I was, I, the Lord just gave me a deep compassion and, a, and a, really a conviction to be more intentional about sharing my faith with people. Because I was rubbing shoulders with different people in those different situations, and and some of them were living hopeless lives. Some of them were, like at one of the funerals I went to um, for a dear friend of mine, I I saw a lot of old friends there and her family, and, um, and, and, and I could tell that some of them were really struggling, not only grieving the loss of a friend or a family member, but they were struggling because they couldn't make sense of it all and 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 they were hopeless, and they were worried about their own future and, and I wanted to just you know grab them and hug them and say, "Man, you know Jesus loves you man, so much, and he's offering life to you and And you can be made into a new creation. You can be in Christ. You can be changed from the inside out. You can leave the past behind. Because all things are made new. There may be some of you here this morning. And I don't know every single one of your situations But maybe right now you're just feeling really beat up by life. Things are not going well. Maybe you've had a loss of a friend or a family member. Maybe you're feeling really hopeless. Maybe you've been a Christian even for a long time, but you still, you just don't feel like you've completely turned everything over to the Lord. Or maybe you've never made a commitment to the Lord and you've never invited Christ into your life and, and you're feeling pretty hopeless and you struggle with doubts and wondering if there's a God and if there is one, does he care about you? And I'm here to tell you this morning that there is a God and he does care about you and he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, because he loved you so much. And Jesus offered himself on a cross for each and every one of us, including you. And if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. And I just want to tell you today, I want to give you some hope today that you can have a fresh start. Jesus specializes in fresh starts and second chances. You can be a new creation in Christ. You can live a fulfilled life. You can can know your purpose. You can have joy in your steps every day. You can be unified with other Christians in community right here. Like at our church, we have Christian community. We have life groups. We have Bible study. We have places where we come together and we do life together. Not just in corporate worship, but in smaller groups as well. And you can have radical transformation in your life. I stand as one who has been radically transformed. And God is still working on me. I still make mistakes. I still mess up. I still sin. I still do things I have to repent of. Every single day I have to pray that prayer and ask the Lord to forgive me and cover me. I was doing it in my seat while we were singing. Lord, forgive me for my sins. I'm about to get up and preach the word of God. I ask you just to cleanse me fresh and new with the blood of Jesus. It's not a one time thing, y'all. It's every day. And we're made new every day. In Christ, we are a new creation. And also, he says, in Christ, if anyone be in Christ is a new creation, the old has passed away, the old is gone. So I want you to hear some of the lyrics. I just played a little snippet of that song, All Things New. You really, I really want to encourage you to go listen to the whole thing. I'm not, I don't have time this morning to play the whole thing. But I want you to hear one um, a, a section, a couple of the verses of the song. So listen really carefully to the words. Okay, so take a listen. So He says uh he says turn my heart inside out my life is yours you have it all take my past today I live for you make all things new make all things new no longer blind but now I see no longer bound but now I'm free so come in power I need you now reverse the curse I'm breaking out If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new today. Can anybody testify that you're waving goodbye to the past? And then he goes into the chorus. It says, I know you make all things new, make all things new, make all things new. I, I love that song. But he says, Yesterday's gone. Yesterday's gone. Wave goodbye to the past. You know, the past, you can't, and I want you to hear me this morning because some of you, I should say some of us, because we all struggle with the past, don't we? Don't we? Some of us are letting our past define us. Some of us are letting our past define our future. I hear the Lord telling us in this verse, the old life is gone. Old things have passed away. That doesn't mean that there isn't still pain there. It doesn't mean that you can just immediately forget the past. But you cannot let the past define your current Situation. You cannot let the past define your present. You cannot let the past define your future. The past is gone. It's behind you now. We need to learn how to wave goodbye to the past. You know, I don't know what your past is. You don't know what mine is. But I know in our past... Uh, some of us, we, we have sins that we think back on and we struggle with and we're, we're remorseful and we carry guilt with us and shame with us. And when we invite Christ into our lives, he washes us clean of all that. That is the beauty of the Christian faith. He washes us clean by his blood of our past sins. And the Lord will no longer hold them against you. The problem isn't that the Lord is holding them against you. is that you're holding them against yourself. Invite the Lord into your life to cleanse you and begin to put the past behind you. Maybe it was past mistakes. Maybe it was uh, a bad business deal, an affair, a, a, a bad marriage, or a tough time that you went through and you made some bad decisions. Maybe it was some past problems, maybe financial. Maybe some of you have been through bankruptcy and you still beat yourself up about it. Hey, it's in the past. The Lord isn't holding anything against you. He's about your future. We quote that scripture around here all the time. I haven't quoted it in about a month or so, so I'll quote it again. Jeremiah 29, 11. God says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans for good, not for evil. Plans to give you a hope and a What? And a future. He's on your side. He's he's calling us to put our past behind us. Past hurts. Where friends might have betrayed us. Or you were lied about. Or maybe even some of you. Experienced some kind of abuse in some way. In your past. And it haunts you. And it seems to hang with you wherever you go. And I just want to say to you this morning, I know I can't make it magically disappear, but I can tell you what, Jesus, by his power and by his blood, can help you move beyond it so you're not being defined by it, you're not living in it. In other words, he wants us to what? Let it go. Hand it over to him. Give it to him. Old things have passed away. You know, there's an interesting scripture in Matthew eight twenty two. And and you will when you first hear this scripture, you'll go, why is he talking about that in the middle of this song? I'm in the middle of this sermon. And, and, and it's, a, it's a conversation that Jesus had with this guy. And he, and he calls this guy to follow him, this young man. He calls him to follow him. He says, Come and follow me. And the young man says, Well, let me go and bury my father first. And Jesus says something unexpected He says, Let the dead bury the dead. You come and follow me. And when you first read that, you go, wow, that sounds really kind of insensitive, you know. I mean, it it doesn't sound like Jesus is being very pastoral or caring in that conversation. But if you dig deeper and you go back and research what the man was actually saying, in Jesus' day when someone said, let me go and bury my relatives... What that really meant was his father wasn't even dead yet. His father may have been perfectly healthy. He was saying, I'm going to go back home, and I'm going to stay at home until my father gets old and dies. That could be five years, 20 years, 30 years. What the young man was doing was making an excuse. I'll follow you later. I'm going to go home, and... I'm going to stay at home and, and I'm going to just be there and wait till my father dies. It was an excuse to not follow Christ and to not move forward with him. He was calling him to journey with him. And he was saying, I have other things I need to take care of. And Jesus said, Let the dead. Bury the dead. And some of you this morning, you need to say to your past past sins, past mistakes, past problems, past abuses, past mistakes, past hurts, past pain you need to say, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to move forward. And I want to leave the past behind. I'm a new creature in Christ. When you've accepted Christ, you're a new creation. And, and, and Jesus, I want to I leave it behind. Help me bury it. Help me put it behind me. Let the things of the past be in the past. And let me move forward in newness of life. And then one of my favorite parts of this song, is yesterday's gone, I'm moving on. And I wish I could sing, because I'd love to sing that song for you, because I love that song. Yesterday's gone, I'm moving on. He says it over and over again. Yesterday's gone, I'm moving on. Yesterday's gone, I'm moving on. You've got to decide in your heart. You've got to decide by an act of your will. You've got to decide by your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that once you invite him in, that you are cleansed and you are made new. All is forgiven. And you can put the past behind you and you can move forward by the grace of God and by the blood of Jesus. You can move forward into all that God has for you. That's why I love this song so much. It talks about being a new creation. It talks about putting the past behind us. It talks about moving forward. Moving forward. Life begins. I saw this quote recently. I really liked it. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. I'm going to say that again. Life begins at the end of your comfort Comfort zone. Jesus is calling you to follow him. He's calling you to new life in Christ. He's calling you to put the past behind you. He's calling you to move on, to move forward with him. So that you can experience all the many blessings and all the great things that God wants to pour upon your life and to use you for. He wants to use you to make a difference. He wants you to step out and trust him and move forward. I, I found a quote this week, and I don't, I don't quote Joel Olstein very often, but I, uh, but this is a great quote. I, I love this. He says, "Now, one thing you got to give Joel Olstein—he is super positive, right? He's a positive guy." He loves the Lord, and he's very positive. Now, he's gotten some criticism about being so positive, but he is very positive, and I think that's good. I think the Lord wants us to be positive. He says, you must make a decision. Now, some of y'all need to hear this this morning, okay? I know there's some specific folks in here that walked in this morning, and you need to hear this. So I'm going to say I need to hear it. But I know there's some of you that need to hear it. So listen to what he says. You must make a decision that you are going to move on. It won't happen automatically. You'll have to rise up and say, I don't care how hard this is. I don't care how disappointed I am. I'm not going to let this get the best of me. I'm moving on with my life. As I said earlier, and I just feel led to share this, you know, I don't know everybody's past. You don't know everybody's past in this room. You don't know mine. But I feel like there's some folks in this room, we all have past that we deal with. But I feel like there may be specifically some folks in this room that the Lord is speaking to this morning and I know that you have some past hurts that have just, and I don't know what they are, but the Lord knows. And that's the only thing that matters. The Lord knows. And He is calling you this morning, He is pleading with you this morning, He is urging you this morning to turn your life over to Him and let Him transform you and make you into a new creation let him help you put the past behind you and let him empower you to move on into the future of what he has for you you know i did two weddings yesterday and both of them in this particular case happened to be uh second marriages for both of these couples and um and it was, it, it was, it was a time for them. They had both, all of them had been through some very difficult divorces. And, and it had been very hard. And this was a fresh start for both of these couples. And, and you could see the, the joy of a fresh start. The Lord wants to to give you the joy of a fresh start with your life today. A fresh start in your marriage. A fresh start in your relationship with your children. A fresh start in a relationship with a friend that maybe you've been estranged from. A fresh start at work. A fresh start with him. Behold, Jesus, that I make all things new. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things are new today. I went down to be with my mom last uh, Wednesday night. And my mom has cancer. Uh, She um, had breast cancer two years ago and had surgery. And then it came back and metastasized into the lungs and she had some treatments done over the last year and a half, and, and the treatments that she had were really effective and reduced and eliminated a lot of the spots that were in her lungs, and so um, she's 85, and so she wanted to take a little break from the treatments because, they're, you know, they, you know they, the drugs are pretty powerful and kind of sap your energy, so she took a few months break, which I wasn't really that crazy about, but she wanted to do it, and and we went back to the doctor after a PET scan last Thursday, and, and the doctor pulled it up on the screen, and, and all those spots, many of them had come back with a vengeance in her lungs. And so right away, we put her right back on the medicine, and, and she started back. And I, I'm praying, and I ask you to be praying for her, that you know that, that the medicine would be as effective as it was the first time, and that we'll eliminate many of those spots and eventually destroy it, the cancer. But the reason I tell you that story is because of my mom has such a deep faith, a deep walk with the Lord. And we got that news. We looked at the screen. You could see all the little spots on the lungs. And it was compared to when she stopped doing the treatments, and even compared to before, it, was, it, it had come back. You could tell it had come back really strong. She didn't bat an eye. She was like, well. You know, we've got medicine we can use. We've she, Her attitude was she was so positive. And, and she was positive because of her faith in Christ. She wasn't worried. She's not worried about the future. She's not worried about where she's going when she dies. She's not, she was looking forward. Well, it is what it is. We're going to move forward. I'm going to start the treatments back today. And... It's been effective before, and we're just going to trust the Lord and believe the Lord that it'll be effective as it was the first time. And then that afternoon, we were out in her yard, you know, picking up sticks, and, you know, she's, <laughs> she lives by herself in her own home, and, and you know, she's totally self-sufficient, and, and she's out there, you know, working in the yard. But why? She's not afraid. She knows the Lord. She is in Christ. She knows she's a new creation in Christ and that the Lord is in control. And she's just moving on with her life. This morning, I want to give you an opportunity. I'm going to ask the band to come back up. I'm going to just open up the altars this morning. And I just want to extend this invitation for any of you that haven't yet invited Christ into your life, you can do that this day. And you will be made new. You have to accept that by faith, Christ can and will make you new. Jesus said, I make all things new. That includes you. All things include you. And Paul says, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. If anyone, that's you, that's us, that's me, that's all of us. You can invite Christ to come into your life today or you can rededicate your life to the Lord and say, Lord, I just want to give you my life a fresh and new today. And then you can take this time at the altar to just say, Lord, help me put my past behind me. Help me move forward. Heal me from any of the pain and the hurt from the past and let me put it in the, in the rear view mirror. Let me wave goodbye to the past. And let me focus forward. Let me move on. Let me move forward with you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have for me. So I'm just going to, the band's going to play just a uh, couple of verses. And I just want to just open up the altar right now. And then we'll close out this service. So please feel free to come. It's an open altar for anybody that would like to pray. Thank you for listening to the St. James Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church or our ministries, please visit our website at sjlife.com. We'd love to see you this coming Sunday morning during one of our worship times. Thanks again for listening and have a blessed week.